everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome in to another edition of the I'm Fat podcast brought to you by our sponsors charlie the bacon guy mazda of orland park fredo's culinary kitchen and fellow fat jay zawoski yes new sponsor to the podcast we're coming in hot this week nick and ivy brewing company in lockport let's go Now Beat that, like J.B. Pritzker. to our governor, J.B. Pritzker. <laughs> Let's make some noise. All right. Welcome, Nick and Ivy. We're very excited to have yeah. Nick and Ivy Brewing Company from Lockport. My old stomping grounds in college when Lockport was not what it is now. No. <laughs> I was like, damn, Lockport? Pinkies up, everybody. I was impressed with how nice Lockport looked uh, since I got there. We're going to tell you about Nick and Ivy here in a minute. But first, a couple of reminders. Make sure you're following us on social media at I'm Fat Pod, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, right? Yes, that's everything. Uh, we've got yeah. the fan page on Facebook as well. I'm Fat Podcast fans. Check that out. That's a lot of fun. A lot more active than our actual Facebook page. Uh, merch. I'm Fat Merch.com, powered by our friends at T Public. Get yourself some new I'm Fat gear. Got a bunch of new designs out there, so check those out. Patreon, patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod if you want to chip in a few bucks, or you can do that via Spotify. Go to the uh, Spotify description of our podcast, click that link, and you can chip in a couple bucks a month, and we would greatly appreciate it if you did that. Uh, I think that's all, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow our YouTube page, youtube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. When we're not live, the episodes are published every Tuesday, so you can watch on our YouTube page as well. And every time you do, hit that like button for us. We'd appreciate that. Yeah, so let's start with Nick and Ivy, our new sponsors. And Mm -hmm. and as we tell everybody, we don't just accept any sponsor willy-nilly. So Rick and I met up last week. We said, I guess we're going to have to go try some of this beer. We may, you know, we do what we have to for you. We do. That's the sacrifice we make. As I crack my Nick and Ivy beer right now, I'm drinking. The oh, which be- one are you drinking? I got the beer dart here, which is a should, really should light lager. Sure, go for it. I'll I'll drink. Okay, this hold on a sec. I'll talk about it. Oh man, it is so good. It is so good. And you guys have heard me talk about beer on the show before, and. I talk about how I'm not like the biggest hop nut in the world. You want to kill me with uh, hops every time you serve me a beer. Nick and Ivy had everything you could want from uh, sours to, uh, I mean, you know, this light lager, the beer dart is great. They had a um, raspberry wheat and just so much good beer. Anything you can want, whatever your beer tastes are, they had them at Nick and Ivy. It's really a great spot. 1026 South State Street in Lockport. You can follow them on social media at Nick and Ivy Brewing on Facebook or Instagram. N-I-K-A-N-D-I-V-Y Brewing on Facebook or Instagram. Their website is NickIvyBrewing.com. But really, if you're like in the South Burbs, take a trip over to Lockport. 
cool town, lots to do there. There's a cool like new theater, a bunch of nice restaurants, which we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but Nick and Ivy was great. I just I yes. love the beer. I, I thought it was terrific, super easy to drink, like really affordable. I think this beer door was like two fifty. Like was a, it really? Yeah, for like a pint of uh, of beer dart. Wow. Yeah, it was great. Like Nick and Ivy is outstanding. Yes. We had a great time there. And we got to meet Paul, one of the owners, and it was just mm-hmm. it was terrific. All right. I've got the Runyon Red. So this is a staple one. It's got its own, uh, it's got its own label. And all right, so the description on this one as I crack it. Is that it's named after Armstead Runyon, the first settler in Lockport, coming coming here all the way back in 1830. The beer is delicious, having notes of malty caramel and a touch of toffee, finishing with a light hop aroma and bitterness to balance the sweet. I'm a sucker for reds, so I was excited to try this one. This is not one of them that we tried when we were there, too, so I wanted to try another one. Live taste test here. Mm Mm-hmm. smooth yeah you had like really smooth you had a look of satisfaction on your face as that went down (laughs) yeah so like and one thing we spoke with paul about is like you know a lot of people the the stereotype is people that are like big time parts of breweries and whatever are all about like throwing hops in your face and let's fit as many hops as we can and they have options like that for you if that's your deal cool good on you i'm not that guy no me neither plenty of options that are Four people that just want a real good taste. Like a lot of them are between like that five, like four and a half and six and a half percent too. So they're solid, easily drinkable, like good. Like I'm, I'm telling you, like looking down the list. Yeah. Lots of things that I'm here for. Yeah. So I had the Lake Life. Love that one. Mm-hmm. That was the American Pale Wheat. Uh, absolutely terrific. Learned on the street is one I have in the fridge. I'm saving for a special occasion. It's got Cookie Monster holding his, uh, his trench coat open the, to children, the, holding a bag of cookies. <laughs> the best, like the best art on any beer I've ever seen, <laughs> and it's not particularly close. So we, like, Beer of Dreams was my favorite. Yeah, you love that one. That was great, too. You had the 1853, too, right? The cream ale? Yeah. And I'm generally not, like, I like vanilla in general, but with my beer, it's it's been very touch and go. This one was really good, uh, really smooth. Again, just, like, everything goes down smooth. Even if it's, like, things that are a little hoppier, it still goes down real smooth and easy drink. Yeah. So, like, 100% here for it. And believe me. We may be recording at 10 o'clock at night on Sunday. Do I care that I'm drinking at this point? No, because it's delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. It's great. It's terrific. So check them out. Uh, Nick and Ivy Brewing in Lockport. Again, that address, 1026 South State Street. NickIvyBrewing.com. Nick and Ivy Brewing on Facebook and Instagram. That's N-I-K-A-N-D-I-V-Y Brewing. Uh, Check them out. You will love it. We're happy to have them aboard, excited to have them aboard. It's been a while since we've added a new sponsor, uh, but they Mm -hmm. reached out to us and we said, all right, we'll come check it out. And really impressed. We were there on open mic night and it wasn't just a bunch of jabronis getting up there, singing out of tune. It was good music, awesome vibes, tons of TVs to watch sports for. for It's not a big place at all, but they had nine TVs like it was great. And you know what I liked about it? 
a place you hmm. can just kind of pull up a chair and have a beer and have a good conversation with Paul, the bartender. And it was yeah. just real, like a laid back, not not pretentious spot at all. Exactly. Yeah. The vibes were immaculate. Yes, that's for sure. And I got like, to meet long, long time Hawks fan Puck Jim. Yes. <laughs> and he pretty much came up to me and was like, I know you exist, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've you known. Mean, of, which I get it. I have known of Puck Jim. For yeah. probably 30 years since I was back on like the old blackhawkzone.com message boards. Mm-hmm. He was like a frequent contributor. So I finally yeah. got to meet him. It was awesome. So yeah, Nick and Ivy Brewing Company in Lockport, terrific. And that was not the only wonderful experience I had in Lockport that night. Mm. We kind of put this plan together last minute and I texted Rick and said, Hey, can you meet me out for tacos? And it just didn't work out. But uh my my cousin Andrew lives, they live uh in Lockport, and I said, Hey. I need a couple of recommendations. So he gives me a list. And I see this place called Taco Heaven. I'm like, okay, that's across the street from Nick and Ivy. Right. And it's also redundant. <laughs> that's true. It's true. <laughs> but I was so glad I went because the food there was just terrific. Um, yeah. The uh, First of all, whenever I try a new place, I get yes. chips and salsa. Right? Like, that's a given. So sure. these chips were so fresh that you can see in the picture on your screen, Rick, that there's a chip sitting mm-hmm. in the salsa. Yes. That's because the chip was so hot that I couldn't hold it. Wow. That's how fresh these chips were. I've never had chips that fresh before. They were terrific. The salsa was amazing. Big chunks of tomato, big whole jalapenos, uh, not whole jalapenos, but like whole big like quarter size jalapeno slices. Yes. The right amount of cilantro, which to me, you really can't have too much, but I know a lot of people don't like too much of it. Onion, it was just perfect. So I brought some home. The chi- what, what day did we go? Was it Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. I finished the chips and salsa yesterday, and they were still as good as the day I had them. It was oh, great. wow. So the other thing, too, about this place is as I switched the screen to my giant burrito. Yeah, when you sent me the cross section <laughs> of your burrito. Yeah. You know what? It honestly, it like it looked like. The business end of a meat grinder, <laughs> yes, it but does. it just so happened to have a tortilla around it. Yes, it was uh, just loaded with cheese because uh, I always go steak, beans, and cheese in my burritos. I don't like a lot. I don't like hot lettuce. I don't like hot tomatoes. Yeah. So I don't usually get veggies in my burritos. So rice, beans, cheese. Uh, sometimes just it's got beans a lime on the side. That counts. There is a lime. That's a vegetable. Yep, or a fruit rather. Um, the burrito was great. And so I was talking to the owner, super mm-hmm. interesting guy. They had only been open for like seven months and he said they never freeze their meat every day. He goes and gets the meat for that day. They cook it wow. and then that's it. And then the next day they do the same thing. They do the same thing. They don't freeze anything. So you could tell everything from the salsa to the meat, to the cheese was incredibly fresh. Mm. It was absolutely excellent so if you want to go check out taco heaven in lockport mm-hmm. and you should uh I, I mean i'm i want to go back it's 1001 south state street in lockport that's right downtown lockport little tiny yeah. place on the corner i almost drove past it a couple times but they got the nice little sign and you walk in it's a little place but mm-hmm. holy cow i was blown away by the food at this place and again it's not complicated it's your basic burritos tacos all that sort of stuff 
Uh, but all of it is super, super high quality, super delicious. Mm-hmm. The salsa, I still say the best salsa in Chicagoland is the Pancho Pistolas in Bridgeport. I think that is mm-hmm. the best salsa made that I've ever had. This is a very, very close second. I actually, wow. I actually had the thought of like, is this better than Pancho's? No, not quite, because Pancho's a little bit different, a little bit unique. Um, mm-hmm. but this was right up there. I loved it. Taco Heaven in Lockport again, ten oh one South State Street in Lockport. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And what was cool is it was packed, and most of yeah. the people in there were like, "Oh yeah, I've been meaning to try this place. I'm glad I did." And the, and mm-hmm. the owner talked to everybody, and everyone's like, "I can't wait to come back." Or I was here just a couple days ago, and I wanted to come back. So nice. hopefully things are taking off for Taco Heaven in Lockport. Because it was tremendous. So very successful trip, I would say. Yeah. I mean, and Taco Heaven, if you're standing outside of Nick and Ivy, you can see Taco Heaven. Yeah. So in theory. Do both. Or get the food from Taco Heaven. Yes. Bring it to Nick and Ivy. Have that as your food. And then get a beer. Yeah. Because Nick and I we not have does not have their own food. They have like pretzels Correct. and stuff like that. But like, sure. But they allow free. De- you get free delivery from any of the local businesses that that come mm-hmm. there. So yeah, bring your own food. Bring your taco heaven right into Nick and Ivy. Boom, you're good to go. But it was great. Uh, what a wonderful trip. I'm really glad mm-hmm. we got to make that work and and happy to have Nick yeah. and Ivy brewing aboard. Yes. So I did some. Th- I went to a place that I likely would not have gone other outside of the circumstance that I did. And I'm glad that I went. Okay. So this past Thursday was Sam's birthday. Happy birthday, Sam. And so it was her choice. You know, she got to choose dinner. And one thing that we have disagreed on is that she is huge, huge, huge into Asian food. So we don't do a lot of Asian food just because generally I shy away from it. So we went to 8,000 miles in Roselle. Okay. And the address is 107 Main Street in Roselle. So, like, right across the street from the train station, right in downtown Roselle. Great area. And I got the dried chili chicken. Oh, yes. It was awesome. Yes. The one thing, (laughs) the the portion is huge. That is not a small bowl there. No, it's a lot of food. So, that shows... That shows a how much food they give you and b how much rice they give you. Oh yeah, because that rice is not an insignificant portion. And just like, and uh, to be fair, apparently it is hotter than the version I got, because I asked them how hot was it, and I was basically like, I don't need it like full white, but <laughs> I needed at least like half white. <laughs> yes. So. Tone it down some, and the guy was like, "Cool, we got you." So it was, but so it was like you get that flavor. It was like dried chilies on there, so it was uh, dried chicken, wok fried. I wrote everything down to make sure I didn't forget it because I'm an idiot. Uh, with bla- and it was fried with blackened chilies, roasted garlic, scallions, mm. uh, Szechuan peppercorn, and chili oil. Yeah, so dude, that looks good. So was it crunchy? It was crunchy, cr- yeah, because it, it was it was like a nice well. light, fr- yeah, it was like a nice light fry on it, Oof. which I always appreciate, and it like every layer of it, like even with it being there, with there being so much, none of it was like kind of mushy, and you know, at any point, 
all really cooked well, all with that nice fry on it. I'm, I'm very happy I got it. And everybody, what everybody had, you, uh, you know, because Sam, it was there. I was there with Sam's family. And so everyone had something a little different. Everyone was happy with their food. It look it all looked incredible. Um, they've got some nice drinks as well. And I think I figured out with this, my, my issue is with soy sauce. Okay. As long as you, I'm guessing more often than not, as long as you keep soy out of it, I'm probably good to go. Yeah. So I'm with you. I don't, a lot of people put soy sauce on their rice, on everything. I don't like soy Mm -hmm. sauce to me. It tastes like just salt. Mm -hmm. And of course I like salty food, but I don't like soy sauce at all. So yeah. like, yeah, like I, I, that's not surprising that you said that. Cause I'm, I'm always so surprised that you don't like Asian food because mm-hmm. especially, I mean, unless you're going to like a super authentic place, sure. all it is is breaded chicken with whatever kind of sweet and spicy sauce on it. Like it's not anything that you wouldn't like. So mm-hmm. I, I was, I've always been kind of like confused by your aversion to it. But if you don't like soy yeah. sauce and that's all you've had. I totally get that. And I, yeah. I'm also not the biggest teriyaki fan in the world either. Yeah. Like there's same. A, yeah, there's a lot of people that love teriyaki, and I'm like, nah, I kind of don't love teriyaki stuff. Now and again, yeah, like, like I, a teriyaki can, I can barbecue, do I can do it. Yeah. But I don't look forward to it. Re- exactly. Like teriyaki is a survive and advance experience as opposed to an enjoy it yeah, experience. And, uh, look, uh, some people love it, and I'm not saying it's bad. It's yeah. just for me, like it doesn't it doesn't move the needle for me. Right. Uh, I flat out do not like soy sauce. I don't put soy sauce mm-hmm. on anything. Um, but I'm glad you went. I'm glad you found something you like. And now I hope you will stick with it and kind of like stay in that category. Like sure. uh, Mongolian beef or Mongolian chicken is something that you would really like. Sheshwan mm-hmm. um, beef or chicken, whatever. Those peppers that yeah. are in there, those dried chilies, they're that plate looked impressively hot and you said they cut it down. Yeah, they cut it down and it was like to the point where the only reason I was, uh, I was beating up was because we were sitting outside. Oh no, dude, those are like one of those in a bowl is hot. I remember my, yeah. my grandpa used to get the Mongolian beef and one mm-hmm. day he, he was like, he had macular degeneration. So he didn't mm-hmm. see very well. And he just like made a scoop and ate one of the full peppers and he like ran into the bathroom like, what's wrong with what's wrong with grandpa? And he was like, <coughs> he's like, bring me a beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had to bring him his uh, room temperature beer, which he always drank his room nice. temperature high life. And that that helped him uh, helped him get the pepper down. But, yeah, it was like, what's wrong? with Like, mm-hmm. we thought he was going to throw up or something, but it was just he just yeah. reacted to the heat. Yeah, it's no joke. But I'm glad. See, Rick, you're trying new stuff, man. Right. And, and like, I like the place, too. Because they were so it's it's Chinese and Japanese, so you can get either type of cuisine. Also, I think they're smart in the fact that the there's a lot of pictures in the menu. Oh yeah, because they they uh, they realize there's a lot of dummies like me going in there that need to see it. Like reading it on the page is only going to do so much. You need to be able to see it, and the picture is partially what sold me. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it looks great. And have you ever had hibachi? Like cook on the table hibachi. If I have, it's been forever. Oh my god! To me, that is like the ultimate. Mm-hmm. That steak and shrimp and 
Oh my god, it, they give you so much food, and it's so good. And they do mm-hmm. use a little bit of soy sauce in it, but it's to cook, not to like sauce. You know what Fair I mean? Fair enough. So they yeah. they put it in the rice to give it a little bit of saltiness, but it's not nothing tastes like soy sauce. You know? Sure. Yeah, you should totally. Hibachi's a great date night too. Yeah. Uh, it was not a date night, but me and my dad were on a trip once, and we went to Hibachi, mm-hmm. and this kid. Maybe like little two or three year old, just like went wow and just put his hand on the grill. <sighs> that was scary, and he was like, ah! <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. Fortunately, like they had not cooked yet, mm-hmm. so like it wasn't fully turned. Like it was just whatever they keep it warmish, like between yeah. meals. It could have been a lot worse, but oh my god, dude, it's so fun and the food is great. You should totally mm-hmm. do it. Um. I'm good. I'm happy for you. I'm very happy for you. I'm almost becoming an adult. Well, you know, like, look, we are the we are the product of our environment. Yeah. And my parents are never adventurous. Well, my mom was never an adventurous eater. Yes. Uh, which means none of us were. Right. And then we've both we both come from quite the environments. Yeah. And, you know, I think your partner's past probably would fall into the same category. In terms yep. of, yeah. So, you know, me being married to Hope has opened my mind up to some different kind of foods and stuff. Not that mm-hmm. she's like Lady Exotic or anything, but like there's a vegetable here and there. Sure. <laughs> yes. Know? Like people yep. laugh at me. Like I, I seriously did not have let. I never had, I never ate lettuce until college. That's insane. I know, but it was the house I grew up in. Like I wonder yeah. why I'm fat and diabetic and all that shit. Like the first mm-hmm. time I had sal- uh, first time I had lettuce was mm-hmm. they opened up like a sub station at Lewis, yeah. right b- right yeah. by Lockport by the way. Um mm-hmm. so you could do like the pick your meat, pick your toppings. I'm like, "Well, I'm getting a sub. I have to have lettuce, right?" I thought it was like a rule. So yeah. I got it. I'm like, "Hey, that's not too bad. It tastes like nothing." Yeah, pretty much. Delicious. So that was the first time I had lettuce. Yeah. Nice. College. Like junior year. I mean, our thing was we had lettuce, but we had we had salads before we would have some meal. And our salads consisted of iceberg lettuce, maybe some carrot, <laughs> and croutons. <laughs> that was our salad. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, I'm sure my, my mom wanted to try and get us to do more. Like, I don't think Casey would, but my dad would have a, would have some radishes in his. Um, eh, I wasn't, you know, just like nothing green or red, no Christmassy colors in there. Give me, give me a little bit of carrot and that can suffice. Yeah. Yeah. There's like no nutritional value to iceberg lettuce, but it's my favorite too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Whatever, get off me! I've had a salad that's not in a taco. <laughs> it's yeah. not a taco salad. Exactly. I think you deserve tortilla. you deserve credit for that. We all do. Yes. Um, hey, this week I went to visit Mazda of Orland Park. I got my oil changed because mm. my car tells me you are due for an oil change. And I love my Mazda, but if Mister mm-hmm. Mazda is listening. That's a little annoying. <laughs> yeah. Mine's doing the same thing. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I've been ignoring it. And the problem is I've ignored it too long now. Well, Mr. No notifications ever. Mm-hmm. No, do mm-hmm. not. I cannot deal with it. So as soon as that goes on, I am making an appointment. I yep. made it uh, like for the next morning. 
I was there for 35 minutes, got my oil changed, got my tires rotated, and got the uh, the carbon top engine carbon clean. I don't know if I need that or not. Car people, let me know if that's a thing I need. It said recommended every 15,000 miles. I said, sure, cool. Throw it on there. Let's yeah. do that. Um, went down to pay, and the guy said, hey, I found a coupon that you didn't have. I just added it, so it saved you like 30, 40 bucks. I'm like, sweet. Nice. So that was nice. That's the sort of service you get at Mazda of Orland Park. Um, what's cool too is they send you like a video inspection of their of as your car is being worked on. Hey, your filters look clean. Here's your brakes. Your brakes look good. Here's like a video of the undercarriage of the car, not the mechanic. That would be bad. Um, you know, they open up the hood. They show you they've top off all the fluids, and then you get a text and it says like, "Here are the." Uh, you click a link and it takes you to a website mm-hmm. and says, "Here are the things we suggest you get." And there's like you can select or deselect. Right. So do you want a new mm-hmm. cabin filter? Yes or no. Click no. Boom, boom, boom. You approve what you want. Bam. They start working on it. And 20 minutes later, your car is done. Washed. Nice. Ready to go. It's a wonderful experience. Not only do I love my Mazdas. I got two. But the uh, the experience at Mazda Orland Park is just amazing. And it smells awesome in there. They've got some kind of like scent running through. I think it's like a new car smell. Okay. It's like pumped through the building, and every time I walk in, I'm like, ah, yes, new car. Yeah. It's awesome. 8910 West 159th Street. Go visit our buddy Eric Fates. Give him a call, 708-444-3200, Mazda of Orland Park.com. Sorry. I can't believe <laughs> I did giving, that. Are you triggering yourself? I am. I am. Uh, by the way, speaking of triggering yourself, uh, Rick, I sent you a text this week. And I yes, said, you have you ever, <laughs> never have I ever, have you ever eaten somewhere with the, with the intention of making yourself poop? <laughs> <laughs> Rick, lower the finger for those. You gotta, you gotta put YouTube. the finger down for that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was just either, to, either to poop or basically just flush your system out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I had, I had been a little bound up this week and I was frustrated by like man what is going on i don't know mm-hmm. i i'm nervous about this oral surgery i'm having on monday dnp old did not poop yeah right seriously and i well anyway not to get too graphic so i right. was driving to work i'm like what's near me that no ah yes b-dubs mm-hmm. <laughs> so i realized what did i have for breakfast yogurt that's it so i think what i need to throw on top of yogurt is the second thing i've eaten all day are some mango habanero and blazing wings. Yep. And boy, howdy, did it work. <laughs> I did not leave B-dubs without it working. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I had to, I'm sitting there and I get the note, your meter is about to expire. I'm like, yeah, I better add 15 minutes to my meter here because I'm not good. That was for the toilet, soon. not for the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that was. I'm sure I've done it before, but yeah. I was seriously driving to work like I don't feel right. I don't know if you've ever been bound up. It just it sucks. It's a horrible feeling. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm whatever. I'm taking care of this now. Yeah. I'm not messing around with this anymore. And uh It's you, my you know, colon and I need it now. <laughs> exactly. And I will say better experience this time at B dubs. That's good. Better experience. I got the tenders and the wedges, and they were all wonderful. Very, very good. Uh, got the lunch special, so it was affordable. So I was sure. hard on them a couple of episodes ago, but I still love the food there, um, and I needed to poop. So <laughs> it's like question, though. Yes. 
something I've never understood about B-dubs, and I think on like very early episodes of the podcast, I asked about this. Okay. Is there still only like one stall in the men's room? Oh, I do. So I didn't really. At most, I think I've ever seen two, but generally you're... it's one, which makes no sense. Yeah, you need like six. <laughs> yeah. Because there's nothing worse, too, than when you have that urgency mm-hmm. and you go in the bathroom and the stall's taken and you're just like. Right, you're, you're well, doing the Peter Griffin, the Peter Griffin, the. <laughs> yes. Like the pensive one, not the laughing one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, and then you're kind of like, is this person just on their phone? Like, can they please hurry up? Right. Yeah, and but you don't want to, because mm. yeah. your body knows when you're in the bathroom. Yes. You know, like yeah. you're in the car, and colon you're like, GPS is a thing. At, oh, that is a great term for it. That is so true. <laughs> and uh, as soon as you open that bathroom door, you're like, all right, we're here. Let's go. And if that stall's yep. taken, you're like, oh boy. This mm-hmm. is not good. Right. It's the 2020s version of the old video. It's duck and hover instead of duck and cover. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Fortunately, no one was in there um, except a bunch of um, little like fruit flies were everywhere. Um, but hey, you know what? I'll take it. And I, it, it did the job. So thank you, Beat Ups, for being both a delicious and affordable lunch and for accomplishing what I needed you to accomplish that day. The funny thing is, and I think I've mentioned it before on the pod, that I've done the same thing with Blazing Wings. Yeah. Where it wasn't it wasn't because I was backed up. It was, or at least there, it was, I was so stuffed and my sinuses hurt. Oh, yeah. So at that point, I was like, Blazing Wings to the rescue. We are going to flush out all the sinuses. Yep. And it flushed out everything. That'll work. <laughs> Thankfully, including the sinuses. <laughs> so it didn't feel like a wasted trip. Yeah. But yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings or anything, anything like super spicy. Yeah, I I get it. And everybody has those times where you know what? You just need you just need that. There's probably a healthier way to do it. Oh, probably. I'm not really interested in what it is, so don't don't email me and tell me. Wait, one of us is not interested in the healthier option? No, I'm just not. If it's going to be like, oh, you know, you could also eat a bunch of kale. Or, no, 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 no. Not going to no. do that. If I'm going to have. I would a, rather eat the wings than feel like I'm eating dirt. Yeah. And if I'm going to have, uh, you know, 15 minutes of uh, of ass massacre, it might as well be precluded by something delicious. Was that part of uh, the the big box of porn that was given to Andy, forty year old virgin? Massacre, and everyone loves Raymond. That's just a good show. Yeah, yeah, it was it was between that and Boner Jams three. Well, I cannot comment. <laughs> Shine a light on that; you can see it from space. <laughs> oh god that's so funny yeah oh okay uh i don't know how to transition here but we're we're (laughs) gonna we're gonna attempt it here you can't so earlier today i um i tried a a breakfast place which for me is rare yeah however i i went to a place that i had never gone before before going to said breakfast place okay I went to a dance recital. Oh. Sam's nieces were in a in a 
dance recital. Okay, I'm hoping it's so, sober and you knew. Yes, yes. You just like drive of by a cool. school and be like, dance recital, eh? All right. Right. No. <laughs> no. Let me get my trench coat so, on. <laughs> right. So that for one thing, that was an experience. But I felt like a bad person, but all of us were like holding back laughter. We were sitting like second row before they even get started. Someone shows up late and I think it was assigned seating. So she was like cutting in front of like the front middle section. Mm. So we're like, mm, you know, kind of a little bit of a, a, a negative look towards her until she ate it on the last step <laughs> and almost face planted all like, all of us like are like taking our programs and like putting them over our faces and trying to not laugh because she did this like right next to us. Oh my God. And so that set the tone of just like, Oh, this is, this is the way it's going to be. Yeah. But like the whole, the whole dance recital experience was like, it's all little kids. I think it was like all like preschool ish. So there's, the funniness that comes from all that of like one kid literally crying through their entire performance, which was impressive. It is cute, and then though. just yeah, oh, it's to- yeah, it's totally cute. And there was like one dude in the entire thing of any of the dances and whatever. So he and he like owned it. So it was that part was cool. But afterwards, we went to Syrup. There's three locations. Good start on the name. Yes, Algonquin St. Charles, and we were at Aurora, which was 1961 West Galena Road in Aurora. And dude, let me tell you, quality breakfast food. Yeah. Like real good quality. I got the biscuits and gravy with sausage. Yes, those are potatoes seasoned really well and some scrambled eggs. And I'm not even the biggest like egg person by themselves. Uh Uh-huh. So, yes. Uh, So I also like loaded the potatoes and the eggs with hot sauce or actually, well, Cholula to be specific. Yeah, that's the best for uh, breakfast. Yeah. So it was, it was incredible. Like, yes, though, if you're watching on the YouTubes, yes, those are biscuits served in a skillet. Mm. Yeah, buddy. It was, it was so good. So like just real quality biscuits and gravy. Like breakfast food is so straightforward. Yeah. They're not reinventing the wheel. They're just doing everything really, really well. And everything is seasoned well, which sometimes for breakfast gets left to the side. Yeah. But man, just like, and after I was done with the biscuits, I was like eating that gravy up. Just because it had some of that sausage in there still. Yeah. Man, that like white sausage gravy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, it dude. was it was fantastic. Breakfast so awesome. like you just want another like quality breakfast option that was there. And we had a significant moment happen there. Oh. Where one of Sam's nieces lost her first tooth in her chocolate chip pancakes. <laughs> it was like one of the front teeth, too. That's a big payday. That's like 20 bucks. I know. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, I would think so. There's a possibility that the Tooth Fairy is listening to this podcast, and I assume it would be after the exchange of goods. So for a first tooth, especially in a prominent location. 20 bucks. I would think at least that. Yeah. yeah. Inflation. Sorry. Right. Sorry, Tooth Fairy. It right? is what it is. Supply chain issues, man. That's I right. Don't know Something else has to go into those spray paint cans. Yeah. Also, sidebar, 
have you ever seen like an x-ray of a child's mouth like with all the teeth up there oh i don't think so now i'm gonna look it, it up. is I'm kind of morbidly curious it's kind of frightening Child. like they almost look like a car grill okay it is oh it's yeah. not pleasant all right it's on. not pleasant and it makes you give kids like the side eye a little bit Ugh. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like, all those teeth are up there. Oh, hang on. That's too small. But, I gotta zoom in. However, like, it is. It's not a great sight. No, I don't love that either. That is, no. uh, yeah, it's disturbing. Yes. That's yeah, disturbing. It's like, when your mouth looks like a car grill without actually having a grill on, <laughs> that's not comforting. No, I don't like that at all. Yeah, we won't be doing that. Uh, I got to see my own the other day. Yeah. I'm having my wisdom teeth and my uh, wisdom teeth pulled finally mm-hmm. 35 years after being told to do so. Not 35, probably mm-hmm. 30 years after being told to do so mm-hmm. because I need a, uh, what do you call it? Why I can't think implant. Oh, yeah. For this tooth that I broke eating an atomic fireball. I, I was just, I put it like right there and I went, I'm like, that felt a little harder than most times I eat an atomic fireball, that crunch. But yeah, I'm like, a great save. For, yeah, I, I caught myself. For a couple yeah. days, I'm like, it feels bruised. Like I thought maybe I had like flossed it too hard. Sure. You know, sometimes you get like the inflamed gum. So I went to my mm-hmm. normal dentist and she said, I don't know, it looks fine. Let me take an x ray. And she did. She's like, that tooth is fractured. So now and now since they're going in to do that, I'm like, we might as well get the wisdom teeth out too. Yep. I'm like, I, you know, whatever. I'm not like a scared of the of doctor or de- I actually like going to the dentist because I like feeling clean in my mouth. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm worried about the recovery. Like diabetic and five teeth removed. That's a lot of teeth removed. Wow. Yeah. I mean, full yeah. wisdom and then the implant. Yeah, true. So, I mean, yeah. I'm a little worried about how the next. So I took three days off of work, hoping that's enough. And I said to the surgeon, mm. I said, I talk for a living. Like, that's what I do. So, like, what's a reasonable expectation to be able to talk normally again? It's like, oh, th- two, three days, you should be fine. I'm like, all right, that's what I'll do. So I would I would leave it a little. Mind you, when I did mine, I was in college and it was summer. So I was just able to chill around the house. Yeah. And when I remember, like, that's probably okay but i would as long as you have the option to take more if you need it i'm because it it treats every it treats everybody different and who knows like you know painkiller wise even if it's like you're feeling better a a little bit but it's like with the painkillers and then it's like are you thinking clear enough with said painkillers to be able to hold the conversation yeah that's, that you need on the air. That's going to be interesting. We'll see. So I'll have uh, I'll have my buddy Kevin K Duck on standby just in case uh, I can't do it because I I'm hoping yeah. I can. I'm I'm supposed to go see both dead shows this weekend too, Friday and Saturday. But mm. there I just gotta walk and sit, you know. So I'm not yeah. too worried about that. But yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully it goes smoothly. I think they've made a lot of improvements with wisdom teeth and stuff. Yeah, in recent it years. wasn't a big wasn't a big deal either for me and mind you i got this done like i said when i was in college so that was that was a good i mean between 15 and 20 years ago which is a while to say however (laughs) yeah it's about actually like 15 years ago probably and 
it was I just remember sitting around eating ice cream and mashed potatoes the entire time, which that isn't that wonderful. different than what I do now. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Hope's like, you get your need soft food, so go get yourself yeah. some uh, some uh, Idaho Golds and bring them home. I'm like, yes. That's like the part yes. I'm actually looking forward to. Yep. Uh, all right. I got a couple of extra things here. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, we're getting long. We did, I, we, good thing we, we have like very few Ascafats, so we'll be good. Uh, mm-hmm. Tried a new spot in Mokina. Legends okay. Grill and Bar, not Bar and Grill, Ooh. Grill and Bar, uh, 9710 191st Street in Mokina. Real cool, like kind of a hip, ups- I don't want to say upscale, but like elevated bar food. Okay. Uh, went on like a weeknight and it was just mm-hmm. packed with people. Like we mm. tried to go there once before and the wait was too long. We're like, we don't have time to wait, so we got to go. Um, so every time we've been there, it's been very crowded and with good reason because it was damn good. I got the boneless wings. I yeah. got the buffalo garlic, which were excellent, as you would imagine. Mm. They had an Old Bay dry rub. Oh. Oh, yeah. That was really good. I didn't take any pictures because I'm stupid. Um, but they were really good. So if you're in, mm-hmm. I mean, look, they got everything that an elevated bar food place would have. Wings, burgers, you know, flatbread pizzas, fancy salads, like whatever you're looking for. Legends Grill and Bar, uh, 9710 191st Street. But those mm-hmm. Old Bay seasoned uh, dry rub ones were really, really good. A little bit dry. Like, okay. they are a dry rub. But I think mm-hmm. when you think of, like, the dry rub at Wingstop, there's still, like, a bit of, like, adhesive to it, I guess you would call it. Sure. These were very dry. So I got, like, half of them with the uh, buffalo garlic. So I would kind of, mm-hmm. like, run them through and so- sop up some of the uh, sauce that way. But really, yeah. really good. Uh, I need to make a correction. The puppy chow from Dairy Queen, the bu- puppy chow blizzard does have peanut butter. I didn't taste it because either we went there and it was like 40 degrees that night. So maybe because. I was too cold to taste it or maybe because it's something new, they didn't add enough peanut butter for me to taste it. But True. I am t- from what I see, the way it's advertised, it is peanut butter puppy chow. So cross yourself off that list. Um, and I sent you an item. From Papa John's. Yes, you did. That I thought while watching the show, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a SNL bit mm-hmm. for a product. It was the Doritos Cool Ranch Papadilla, which is, as you'd imagine, a pizza quesadilla, mm-hmm. but it was barbecue cool. It was a Doritos Cool Ranch flavored. And I texted Rick and I said, which celebrity is endorsing this product? (laughs) And Rick wasn't able to get it, but he was so close so many times. DJ Khaled is the endorser (laughs) of the Cool Ranch Doritos Papadilla, which I thought was just brilliant and just perfect. A perfect choice for such an an insanely ridiculous product. I will not be trying the Cool Ranch Dorito Papadilla. I have no, no interest in this. I, all those things together, pizza, quesadilla, Cool Ranch Doritos, great. I love them all individually. Yeah. Sure. Probably not together, especially so for I, Papa John's. I think when the Papadilla first came out, um, they brought some to the score for us to try. Mm. And, like, I had them because yeah. it's free right. and it's there, and other people weren't having them, so I had multiple of them just you know, sample size. Right. For you sure can't content. trust just one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fine. That was good enough 
for what it was and the fact that it was free. Yeah. But seeing this, hearing this, I'm good. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Thank you. And the DJ Khaled thing just like I'm it's like, perfect. I, I was I think we were actually it's funny. We were at Legends when I saw that commercial. It was like on one of the sports games that was sure. Showing, and I like elbowed hope and pointed at it. <laughs> and then DJ Khaled, you know, he's like I'm yeah. like, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> we the best random pizza product. What does DJ someone what does DJ Khaled do? Is he a rapper? Is he a producer? Like, does he have songs? I think technically he's much more like featured on other people's stuff. Yeah. Doesn't he just say his name over and over again? Yeah. Okay. Basically. I'm showing my age here. I mean, you're not far off. I think he's one of those people that it's like, at this point, he's almost like a caricature. Yeah. But is he like mega successful? Yeah. Interesting. Um, all right, I got one more thing. Today, we had okay. the final of Addie's birthday celebrations, the last of 75 mm. of them, apparently. Yeah. And we went to Top Golf. So it was me, Hope, Addie, and then our friends Brian and Sarah went, and our friends Mike and Leah, and then their kids. Mm-hmm. So everyone but Addie and her two friends went in one van, and I took Addie and her two friends. And I, mm. I I got an education, man, in the youthful things. There's a new term really? called pick-me girls. So oh, a, pi- no. a pick-me girl, from what, I, from what I gathered from eavesdropping, okay. is the kind of girl that would abandon, like, feminist ideas or, like, girl power ideas for a man. Okay. Okay? If I'm wrong, to our youthful listeners... I'm fatpot at gmail.com. Feel free to correct me. But just from like, okay, what is what is the tenor of these girls that they're talking about? Mm-hmm. This seems to be what it would be. Like the, the what, what is it? Uh, what's the female version of bros before hoes? I don't know. Whatever the reverse of that know. is. Yeah. Gals before, I don't know, pals, whatever. It'd be like the opposite of that thought. Okay. Okay. So pick me, girl. Anyway, Top Golf. Interesting. Great yes. fun. Which location, by the way? Naperville. Okay. Um, very, very fun. Always. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it is one of these things where I say, why did I not invent this? Yes. Because once you buy the land mm-hmm. and the equipment, I assume the overhead is not astronomical. Right? right. Okay. So... An hour in the bay, or no, two hours in the bay was a hundred bucks. So we got two bays, mm-hmm. uh, and then we all ate. Were food. you sitting on the dock of it? No, we were not. Otis Redding. Um, so we got the two bays. Everybody got food. Adults got cocktails. Mm-hmm. Total for the night, six hundred dollars. <laughs> it was nine people. So, okay. Okay. Fair. Nine people with cocktails still, and multiple cocktails and like so a little bit of sticker shock there to though. You know, oh, just yes, <laughs> and that does not include the tip. Mm. So we had two hundred dollars in gift cards. Skypoint. Yeah. Thank God for yes. that, and then split the rest of it. 
I will say, it is, if you're not going with nine people, like if you and Sam went, you drop a mm-hmm. hundred bucks and you, for $200, you're going to have the night of your life. Yeah. Like the food is way better than it has business being. Huh? The food is awesome. Like we got a bunch of stuff. So what we did instead of ordering like entrees was we just got a bunch of apps. Excuse yeah. me as I burp my beer. Way to go. Yeah. White people eat. top us. Yes. So white people top us night. They had <laughs> buffalo chicken dip in yeah. a cast iron skillet. They Boy, bring you the hot skillet with chips and salsa. So that that was your dream. Uh, it was wonderful. Then we got the chicken nachos. But what they did with these is hmm. it was like individual chips, and each of them had toppings on them. And then they like baked it so you would just pick up a chip and it had everything on it already. Oh, that's perfect. It was it's, great. It's the anti. It's the anti burrito. Yes. So we got two orders of those. We nice. also got the chicken strips, which were very good, but it was like three, Fine. probably not worth doing again. And yeah. then I did sample some of Micah's. Uh, he got like um, Asian Asian sesame boneless wings, which were also great. And he got a flatbread pizza. They got mac and cheese bites that were excellent. The nice. cocktails were good. It's it's an awesome time. I like. I, I know you've never been, but if you and Sam are mm-hmm. looking for something fun to do or anybody. Yeah. And here's the deal. I bought these so long ago, I don't remember exactly what it is, but I think you get a hundred dollars to top golf for 75 bucks at Costco. Like you buy a, like the, you know, you go to Costco and they have like the cards for stuff. It's like a big cardboard card. You can get white Sox tickets this way too. So you buy them there real hard to get those. I know, but it's like, <laughs> it's like four seats for like 25 bucks a piece or something for socks. Like, it's, Oh wow. It's reasonably priced. And the thought sure. is that half these people will forget they bought, they bought this. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So it never gets used. But I think it was 75 for 100 And we just bought two of those, and it made the night much more affordable. Um, nice. So it was great. Top Golf is super fun. You don't have to be a good golfer to do it. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's great. It was, we love going there. Uh, we go probably two, three times a year. And the part we look forward to is the food. And Addy was kind of bummed because they usually have injectable donut holes. Yeah, like little munchkins. They have a little syringe with like. There's one with hot fudge. There's one with caramel, and there's one with like, uh, like strawberry jelly or whatever. And sure. you like literally inject your donut hole, but they were out of those, so she was a little upset. So she got the cookie mm. skillet instead, which was delicious. Oh yeah, that's terrible. Sounds terrible to do. Yeah, she had a really hard time. Yeah, but man, it was it was excellent. Mm-hmm. It was really really yeah. good. Oh, I just thought I have I have one more thing that I had I had forgotten about. A place that I used to talk about all the time that I just haven't been in a minute. Yeah. Part of it's just because of the not being in the area as much. I went to Penn Station for ah, the first yeah. time in quite a while. And I walked in, I saw my guy Kevin, hadn't seen him in forever. And it was almost jarring to the point when he looked at me. And you'll laugh. Also, very likely not true. Although I don't know for sure. It's like, have you lost a little weight? I was like, honestly, technically, I don't know. Because I ha- I've avoided scales like the plague. <laughs> However, judging by how clothes fit me, and especially knowing the last time I saw him, no chance in hell. At least from the last time I saw him. So 
I technically don't know. I literally think it's been a minimum of like three years since I've stepped on a scale. Maybe even been in the same room. No, I've been in the same room as a scale, but like not stepped on one. But like we were catching up and then he said that. And I almost literally didn't know how to respond because the, I don't know the last time that I had been like that had been remarked to me. Well, there you go. A week after someone told you you're fat, someone told you you're losing weight. So it cancels out. Right. How was your and also your Penn, Station? Penn Station's delicious. Yeah. What's your go to like, there? Uh, their Italian sub is fantastic. So I get their Italian sub, like the regular size, like their bread is so good. Yeah. The melted cheese on there. And I got a medium fry because I know I hadn't had it in forever. And their fries are fantastic. Like they, they, you literally see them. It's like, oh, here's the potato. Boom. Goes through the thing. You have your fries right into the fryer. They're fresh, super crispy. And it's just, you're able to get fries with a sub. Yes, and I hadn't had their cookies in a while either, so I got a cookie as well. Good for and you. And it's good. So, yeah, Penn Station is over on Butterfield um, in that, like, Lombard slash Oak Brook area. I don't remember what it's actually considered, but it's around there. So if you're in the area, seek it out. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, speaking of subs, I have uh, I have achieved a fat achievement this week. Uh, I'm going to tell you about it after I tell you about our friends at Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, 628 South mm-hmm. Roselle Road in Schaumburg, Fredo'sPizza.com, Fredo'sBakery.com. Follow them on Instagram at Fredo's Pizza. It is home of the I'm Fat Burger, the I'm Fat Pizza, the I'm Fat Grilled Cheese, and several other awesome things. Everything at Fredo's is amazing. I could literally just read you the menu, and everything I'm going to read you is going to be good, but you should check it out for yourself. Go to Fredo'sPizza.com. Place an online order. Use that promo code I'm fat and you'll save 10% on your order every time at Fredo's Pizza. You got a holiday coming up, by the way, a birthday, a anniversary, something like that. Go to Fredo'sBakery.com. Get yourself some of the brownies, some of the cookies. They make a great gift. They come in two pound boxes. Every item is individually wrapped. So you don't have to worry about like how many get, get through two pounds of brownies before they go bad. They don't. They're all individually wrapped. They last forever. They're absolutely terrific. The best cookies I've ever had. I stand by that. Rick agrees. Great brownies mm-hmm. to Fredo'sBakery.com. But again, that 10% code works at Fredo'sPizza.com for your online orders. It never expires. Just use that code. I'm fat and you'll save 10%. So uh, speaking of Italian subs, I made my special trip as I always do to JP Graziano. I go every week. Yep. Talked about them last week. I had their big uh, Cheetos that they make and uh, Jim Graziano, the owner, proprietor, mm-hmm. I walk in, he goes, hey, Jay, Italian with hot muffaletta? I'm like, yes. I'm on a first name basis, and he knows my yes. order. Yes. That is to, to that is an honor for a place it like really Graziano is. to know me and know my mm-hmm. order. I feel like that is like a Chicago achievement. Like I should get some sort of like medal or a special title because of that. Like, that's a cool thing. That place has been in business since, like, 1935 or, like, something. Like, Jim is the fourth generation owner yeah. of that place. It is an institution. And for me to have established my relationship with Graziano, solidly enough for him to say, hey, Jay, I know your order. Is that what you want? Yes. Great order. Boom. It'll be ready in a second. Go pay. 
I've done it. And I brought home some of the hot muffaletta spread. I've been making subs at home. I'm getting good at it. Yeah? Deli Partons might be a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) I I made one for myself. So I got the Caminito ham from Green Ridge Farm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dietz and Watson has a hot honey chicken lunch meat. Okay. That's great. So those two, slice of American cheese. I cut up a, a little slices of tomato on there. I got mm-hmm. the Dietz and Watson, like the hoagie spread, like the oil with the seasoning. Yes. Boom. The hot muffaletta, some salt, some pepper. Bam. Made the sandwich. I said, Addie, take a bite of this. She said, make me one of those right now. I'm like, I'm gonna. So I made it for her. Boom. And she's like, I'm going to put sour cream and cheddar uh, uh, ruffles on mine. And I said, you are my child and I am proud. Yes. <laughs> Good job. And she did, and it was delicious. So I'm very proud of myself for having a first name basis with Jim Graziano. That's huge. It's great. It's great. It's a great place. Yeah. It is it is skyrocketing to my favorite Chicago places. It may nice. soon be worthy. Not wow. yet. Wow. It's getting there. Not yet. Oh, last quick thing. I know we're running behind. I was at Mariano's. Yes. I saw they had Prime in stock. So because you've had those, I I saw the energy drink ones too. So I was like, well, let me try an energy drink one. Oh, boy. We're at two, three. Jay might have a problem. We're at four, five, five bottles. I think three different varieties. Six. Are these all empty? Yeah. Seven. This proves two things. One, Jay drinks a lot of Prime, and two, Jay is lazy as shit about taking his Prime bottles up from the basement. I got a nice garbage can right here. It's not full yet. Oh, okay. That's yeah, nine bottles of Prime in my okay within reach. So I had the. I figured, let me try the energy ones just so I can differentiate a little bit. Yeah. And I had the strawberry watermelon. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yes. Like kind of like how you describe the taste is like essentially like if it was Kool-Aid kind of very. Yes. Melted. Very similar to that. I with say the, melted popsicle. That's how I describe the melted taste. popsicle. That's right. Yeah. Yep. I, I like equated those two things. Mm-hmm. They are very close. Yeah. Somewhere. Not nice. Yeah. Uh, and then the oh, God, what's the green one? Lemon lime. I had the is that lemon lime? I had that one, too. Yep. Yep. Love them both and gave me a bit of a, gave me the bit of an energy boost that I needed. So nice here for it. I have not tried the uh, energy drink, but I will Mm -hmm. soon. All right. Is it time to ask the fats? Oh, we're overdue. Bless me, father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a fat is brought to you by our buddy, Charlie, the bacon guy. And here he is with this week's bacon report. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, Cajun, Jardinera, jalapeno garlic, sriracha, six pepper, and chorizo bacon. Bacon jams are the original, the pineapple, cherry jalapeno, and mango habanero. I'll be making some more bourbon next week, so keep an eye out for that. As always, the t-shirts, hats, beanies, magnets, buttons, stickers, hockey jerseys are all available. Don't forget, if you want any flavor of bacon I've already made, just let me know and give me the time to make it, and we'll make it for you. Really looking forward to filling up uh, your bellies with some more fun bacon flavors. Until next week, for the Bacon Report, 
I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Get yourself some bacon. Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram. You're going to want to follow that for some bacon porn. That's for damn sure. And at CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. Get in touch with him through any of those avenues, and Charlie will get his bacon to you. Trying to make this a full-time thing for Charlie, so jump on, place your order, help him out. That Jardinier bacon, I am telling you, if you're like, that sounds interesting, order it now. It is everything you imagine it to be and more. It is absolutely wonderful. Everything he makes is wonderful, but that Jardinier bacon especially is great. The first time I tried it, Rick, was when he was at the United Center for a Hawks game and he brought in pocket bacon where he brings in bacon wrapped in a paper towel in a Ziploc bag in his coat pocket. He nice. met me and Greg and Mario from the CHDO Blackhawks thing and like a drug dealer, opened up his coat, pulled out the bag, said, here's some bacon for you fellas. First hits free. <laughs> and we're like, oh, my God. It had been probably in his sweaty coat pocket. All the way from Woodridge to the United Center, we did not mm-hmm. care, and it was absolutely wonderful. Get in touch with Charlie. Get yourself some bacon. You will not regret it. All right, we've got no voicemails this week, which is fine. If you want to leave mm-hmm. us one, the number is 708-858-3314. So we're going to start with the emails. Email us, imfatpod at gmail.com. And that's what our buddy and unofficial producer, Rush Schneider, did. He said, I've been to a few Aurelio's locations but I've never been to the original location in Homewood. It's been mentioned many times to request the old oven. What is different with the old oven? Okay, I know the oven is older, but how is the pizza different? If it's so much better than the old oven, you'd think everyone would be requesting it and the new oven wouldn't be used. Well, that might be true, Russ. They also might not actually put it in the old oven and just pretend and say, yeah, we put it in the old oven. Yep, that's for sure. And it could definitely be like a absolutely like uh psychosomatic is that the right word thing sure. um but i think when you get it in the old oven it just has more of a seasoned taste to it like you know you cook it in an older cast iron skillet versus a new one or an older grill versus a newer one it's kind of just taking time and gotten rid of some of the i don't know like the manufacturing flavors that can be in there and you're just left with yeah. like years and years and years of pizza goodness um and i'll say this i only really like Aurelio's from the Homewood one. It's just not my typically not my preferred Chicago pizza. Like it's pizza. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike it by any means, but right. before I moved here, Aurelio's was like at the bottom of my list. Cause just, I don't know. I didn't like the, the sauce or whatever it was. The Homewood one is different and better. And I think it's because I always order from that old oven and it just gives it a little more of that, seasoned flavor or like a bit of a uh i don't even know how to describe it it's like a like a more well done kind of a taste Mm -hmm. so it kind of cuts through the sweetness a little bit for me which has always kind of been my thing with aurelio's a little bit i think that's fair yeah because it is a sweeter sauce like that's just the thing you're signing up for it right and and that's and that's perfectly fine like every once in a while like i'll get that taste for it I'm someone that wants a little more of like a spicy sauce or probably we're along the same lines of, yeah. of what we would generally want. But yeah, like especially when I went in there and got to like make a pizza with Joe yeah, the one time and like put it in the old oven myself, like it did taste different than Aurelio's that I had. So Homewood Aurelio's different with the snorting emoji 
<laughs> that's the social media term of like that, that it is different. And I think you're probably right that it is that extra bit of whatever is the remnants in that oven helping to cut through that sweetness just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's really good. And I, I think I told you like I, I my go-to pizza everywhere is just a sausage pizza mm-hmm. from Aurelio's. I get spinach, tomato, and garlic. That's my go-to Aurelio's pizza. And that, that has become one of my favorite pizzas period. Like I just, I think it's great because all of those things kind of again cut through the sweetness of that sauce a little bit, add a little bit of like a bitterness to it, and it's mm-hmm. just, it's excellent. The garlic especially is great. So yes, yeah, that that's become my go-to. But yeah, there's there's definitely a difference. Okay, the next one here is from John, formerly in Streamwood, who is now living in Wheaton. Mm. Hey, Jay and Rick, I've been watching my parents' dogs while they and my two sisters are seeing family in Nashville. They drove down there, and that got me thinking, how would you build your road trip gas station snack starting five? With the positions being, number one, fruity and sugary candy. Nice. Number two, being chocolate candy. Okay. Three, being chips slash salty snack. Okay. Four, being drink. And five being a wild card, anything regularly found in an interstate gas station. Okay. See, this is this one's pretty simple for me. Okay. Uh, my fruity sugary candy is going to be something of the gummy variety. Um, mm-hmm. Gummy bears, uh, you know, maybe Sour Patch Kids, whether I'm in the mood for sour or not sour gummies. But the fruity thing is always going to be a gummy something. I really okay. like the uh, the Twin Snakes that Haribo mm-hmm. make that's kind of been my go-to and the berry clouds are really good ones too. Those are kind of newish or at least new to me. Chocolate yeah. candy. It's not my go-to typically for, but for a road trip, I'm going with some sort of M&M variety. Okay. Usually a standard M&M occasionally the peanut butter M&M my chips and salty snacks. If it's just for me, I'm getting pizza combos. If I'm sharing it with the car, it's cool ranch Doritos. My go-to drink used to be lemon lime Gatorade Zero, but now mm-hmm. it would be probably the Blue Raspberry Prime. Mm-hmm. And then my wild card. Boy, I think I've kind of gotten everything I need. I'd probably get some kind of like seeds or nuts or something that can kind of like occupy my chewing. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, you know, something to just keep yes. me like mouth busy. <laughs> so it's sure. Yeah. It's but no good way to say that's it. why I always get peanuts at a baseball game. Cause I know it's going to last me a long time and I'm not just going to keep ordering food. Yeah. So yeah, probably something like that, like peanuts or sunflower seeds or something um, just to keep me occupied. Okay. For me, the fruity and sugary candy generally is still going to be Skittles. Although in the car, admittedly, can be a little treacherous Yeah, with Skittles, but that's going to be my go-to. The chocolate candy, probably just because I know it's everywhere, is probably going to be Twix. Mm. It could be, um, you know, it could be 100 grand if it's there. And I, when I'm done with mine, I'll read I'll read uh, John's as well, because yeah. I should have done that. The chip and salty snack, just give me like your traditional Chex Mix. Okay. Love Chex Mix. 
Um, even okay, regular or with the bagel chip? Yes. Yeah, like both are good. <laughs> I think I the actually, bagel chip. It I gives prefer, a nice variety. I actually like the tradition, the like basic Sans bagel chip. Okay. Myself. The drink. That's one where I don't necessarily have a standard. I think as of late, like I'm trying to think of all the trips I made up to the Mayo Clinic with my brother. A lot of these, it it was because of how cheap they are. The cherry limeade ice drink. Oh, okay. So it, it, it's not necessarily like the best, but that's just kind of what it's been. And the wild card peppered beef jerky. Nice. See, the, I like your list. See, the only thing, I, the only thing is, like, if I get a candy bar, it's not going to mm-hmm. last. I'm going to get a candy bar and go. I'm going to eat the candy bar and it's gone. That's why, like, an M M&M and M or something, it's got a little more. Like, I'll have a handful and I'll have another handful. Mm-hmm. It just lasts longer. That's my idea on a road trip is I want things to last, but that's really good. And then what did uh, John fair. have? Okay, John's was Starburst oh, that's for the one. fruity sugary candy. Starburst the only problem one. is unwrapping those. Yeah, but yeah, but it occupies you. It's that's true. His yeah. uh, chocolate candy is Twix, which good. Yep. Solid. Chip and salty snack is Fritos honey barbecue twist. That's a fantastic option. That's great. His drink is the Arizona black and white tea. And the wild card is the tornado, which is the taco and cheese. I don't think I've ever seen those. Do you know what those are? Um, unless he's talking about it being something that's off a roller. Oh, yes. Yes. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. That's pretty good. Yes. I like that question, too. Yeah. Thanks, John. That's great. All right, got one here from Nick H. This is a long one. I know Nick. I went to college with Nick. Good man. Uh, You might have worked with Nick. Nick Hepner. He's an engineer. I'm sure you know Nick, Rick. Probably. Uh, uh, Nick from Evanston here says, Jay, last time I saw you, you assured me that even though I'm a normie, that fat is a mindset and it's fine for me to listen. That's true. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. good because the pot always puts a smile on my face, is good for a few laughs, and most importantly, gives places to go for good food. Having said that, I have a bone to pick of sorts. Uh Uh-oh. Last week, Rick talked about how the weather is starting to warm up and perspiration season is upon us. As we have established, I'm a normie, but I'm here to tell you sweat does not discriminate. If there was a prescription (laughs) perspiration Olympics, I would definitely be on the metal stand. If it's the mid 70s and high humidity, I break a sweat walking out the front door. I, too, can break a sweat just sitting. I guess what I'm saying is I know your pain and us normies can have heavy perspiration as well. Okay, fair, fair. Uh, second, Nick says he was in Vegas a few weeks ago and the last few times he visited, he's been seriously disappointed in the buffet situations, but has been visiting Vegas for 20 plus years and goes once a year. He remembers a Vegas in which almost all hotels had a buffet and it was usually reasonably priced with at least decent food. Now there are fewer buffets left and the ones that remain, the quality is not the same. Even the win, which I considered a fairly high end buffet was a disappointment. I realized COVID played a role in the downfall of the buffet, but come on, Vegas, step it up. Two recommendations from Nick's last trip. He says, first, I went to Crossroads Kitchen at Resorts World Hotel and Casino, and it was excellent. My brother is a vegan. Please forgive him. And Crossroads is a plant-based Italian and Mediterranean restaurant. I had the bolognese, and if I didn't know any better, I would have known it wasn't vegan. Uh, It was excellent. Second is the Lotus of Siam and Flamingo. 
It's probably my favorite restaurant in America. It's Thai and it never disappoints. You have to have a reservation, so plan accordingly, but it's worth it. Do either of you have any Vegas restaurants that you enjoy? Uh, you ever been to Vegas, Rick? I haven't. For yeah. as much as I'm into betting, I've never been to Vegas. Yeah, I'm trying to. It's been so long since I've been to Vegas. I'm trying to like remember. I I I think when I was in Vegas, we just did like, let's find the cheapest stuff to eat. Sure. Just so we have money to waste gambling. Like yep. I think I ate like probably the worst quality and worst like food items I've ever eaten on my trip to Vegas just because it was like, let's just get to the next day. There were mm-hmm. a couple times when I went to buffets and that was, you know, 20 years ago when they were great and it was, uh, you know, prime rib and like, that was awesome. But yeah, I, I've not been in so long. I couldn't even tell you, but I know a lot of our listeners go to Vegas all the time. So thanks for the scoop. I'm sure they'll appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, that's something I just, I have to do at some point, hopefully, via a job or something like that at some point, I will be able to go. That would be great. You would love yes. it. Yeah, because the funny thing is for me, I've only been in casinos a few times. I'm, I'm not good. So things that worry me about going to Vegas, and I'll make this quick because I know we're running way over. You're fine. Is I understand the basics of games, of the games, but not understanding, not even just like the little intricacies of where the edges are made and all the probability and whatever, not like, especially in blackjack, not pissing people off because I'm not doing the right thing for the table. Yes. As opposed to maybe just for me, like something that would be just a complete blind spot to me. The etiquette. That's what that's. Yeah. The etiquette of it all. Like that's what, that's what scares me. There's still plenty of it. Like in terms of games that I don't, I don't even totally understand honestly because i've never really thought twice about it too but i want to go like i want to go with a vet so that way i can be shepherded through my first experience well yeah i mean you know i'm with you on that that's why i don't play blackjack because Mm -hmm. i i know there's an etiquette i don't know it and i think it would serve vegas well to have like hey it's my first time here put me to like a beginner, I don't know how, but the problem with that is like, how do you prove it? Yeah, right. Because then some car truck's gonna be like, I never played before. Oops, I won. I keep winning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, maybe there should be a class or like, hey, a few things to know before you play blackjack. Don't hit on this or whatever. Right. Okay. Like, I don't know that stuff, so I just never play. When I was in Vegas, I played roulette because there is an etiquette, but you're still just basically playing your own, like you're what you think. So I would play. So there's like a minimum bet, right? So you can do, sure. like, let's say it's a $5 minimum bet. Mm-hmm. So you can do five on red or five on black, or you can spread $5 on the numbers. So okay. usually I would do all the numbers of the retired Blackhawks, which at the time was one, three, nine, 21, 35. Those okay. were my five. And then I would choose five on either red or black. I know okay. that's not a smart way to play. <laughs> But I was like, this makes sense to me, and I'm going to just do that. And I usually did decently. Mm -hmm. Um, And you kind of stay out of people's way that way. So, but yeah, Yeah. there's etiquette. There's etiquette. And that that scares me when I mess with it. Uh, The other thing, too, is you and I both worked for Odyssey for a long time. So expendable income wasn't really a thing for either of us. Right. But there were plenty of trips to be had to Vegas. And Lord knows the people that got to go were showing a good time. 
Follow us on all of our social media at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon as well. Throw a dollar or two our way if you like. I'm fatmerch.com for our T public shop. If there's not a sale right now, wait a half hour. There might be. Yep. At that point, youtube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. Subscribe to it. Like each video. Even if you end up just listening on the regular feed and you don't watch the videos, like each video. It helps us out a good amount. And then subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe to the regular podcast feed. Uh, we have everything going on on Spotify as well. Leave us the old five-star rating and review. And the best thing you can do is check out all of our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and our new sponsor, Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. The uh, Runyon Red Ale was awesome, and it is gone. So it was fantastic. Go check them out in Lockport. So for Jay, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. I hope you really have a fantastic day.